All right, welcome back into the show here on the Blitz 1170. My name is Jeremy Poplin. That is Colby Daniels, Scott File on the opposite side of the glass, and we hit up the hotline and welcome in from Paramount Sports, ParamountSports.com, Lee Sterling. Lee, we were just commenting about how wild that it is that I remember eight years ago, Roger Goodell standing up in front of Congress saying that gambling was going to be the downfall of the National Football League. <laughs> and here we are, not only with a franchise in the NFL, but the freaking Super Bowl in a city um, that is just continuing to raise the bar, whether it's the sphere, uh, whether it's anything yep. else that goes into it. Uh, it's It's been a wild journey to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. I had many people, including a bunch of program directors, tell me they will never talk sports betting. I went to a game on Tuesday night, a hockey game and a basketball game in, in, in Miami, obviously. I went to the... Panthers game on Tuesday and a Heat game on Wednesday. I saw in my section alone no less than 20 people betting, in-game betting the game. So it's legal now in Florida. It is taken off. The 20s and 30-year-olds, they are they, they love betting the game and the totals, but right now the hottest thing is player props. Really interesting. Yep. The, the player yep. props, and it's going to be. You know what? I was thinking about. Um, now my my daughter is is still incredibly young, but she's living a living in a time in which that is going to be more readily accessible and is now than than ever before. We're not quite there how, yet how in this state. I mean, she's just six, Lee. But I mean, oh. I'm I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, even the kids now that are in, you know, 12, 13, 14 that are starting to become like more sports aware on things like that. And then just the the instant access that's available to them. And it's such a different time than what I can even comprehend growing up in. Well, how about this? So, we, you know, we, we have both grown up in the sports field. Both of my daughters, one that's engaged and the other, they're 27 and 25. Both of their fiancé and their boyfriends, and both girls now sit there on their phones when they're at live events and watching events and in-game bet. So good chance your daughter will be doing it. She'll be talking about some algorithms that you don't even understand. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, I'm eating pudding somewhere <laughs> and hopefully away from this business. Uh, oh, well, they'll, be making fun, they'll be making fun of us. Oh, yeah, know? there's no doubt. You and just bet the game and the total? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what's wrong with you, old man? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's dive into one of the uh, best times of the year, and that is, of course, Super Bowl time. And I know you come on, and we like to talk about some prop bets, uh, right. You know, some of the some of the uh, more um, talked about fun elements of Super Bowl week and your daughter is on an absolute heater when it comes to the national anthem. We'll get to that coming up in a bit. But uh, let's talk about some of the top prop bets that we have coming up for the Super Bowl this week. OK, so let's talk about some player props. And I do feel that San Francisco can't allow this game to get away from them early. If they fall behind by double digits, I think the game's over. You saw Kansas City last week. After those first two touchdown drives, they just, you know, just <laughs> put, said, okay, we're just going to make sure we win the game and we don't need to take chances. So I do feel that San Francisco is going to run the ball more than normal. One of those guys that could benefit from that is Debo Samuel. I love the over 13 and a half rushing yards. If he gets the ball three, four, five times, which I think he will, he could have over 14 yards in one carry. So he is 
that dynamic. He just didn't get the ball a whole lot uh, after he got hurt. So they'll use him. This is the Super Bowl. And outside of Christian McCaffrey, he's the game breaker. So over 13 and a half rushing yards for Debo Samuel in the game. How about this? Kansas City's defense is so good, their pass defense. They did not allow a passer in 17 regular season games and three postseason games to throw for 260 or more yards in a game. Mm. If San Francisco runs the ball early, unless they fall way behind, I can't see Brock Purdy going over 247.5 total passing yards. So we'll play the under there. Well, Lee, we, it, I like for, as, as a yeah. Niner fan, even in the games in which they've been dominant in, I mean, you can go right. and look, and uh, his the the total number of yards that he's had has been, I think, many cases like even well well below well below two sixty on that. So that one is uh, right. is an intriguing one for sure. Right. I mean, they, he threw for two sixty seven against Detroit, and they were trailing by seventeen points at halftime. So that kind of tells you a little bit about that. And then in the in the game against Green Bay, trailing again, he threw the ball 39 times, only had 252 yards. Green Bay's defense and Detroit's pass defense, not even close to what Kansas City's going to present to him. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, so you, you talk about Brock Purdy. You know, the other one that I, I think is a little bit intriguing to me as well is the Patrick Mahomes, which the last time I saw was 262.5 in terms yeah. of passing yeah. yards. Is that a little bit high from what we've seen from Mahomes so far this year with how their attack has kind of morphed into what it is now? Yeah, especially if they take the lead. You know, they're going to take the air out of the ball. I think the best one there, and I think they're pretty close to that number. I'm going to go with longest completion for Patrick Mahomes under 35 and a half yards. Okay. I think that's a better way to attack a player prop with him. But I do like Travis Kelsey over 70 and a half receiving yards. He's gone over all three games in the playoffs. And he's a guy that I think he's almost unguardable. I mean, any of these guys like Kittle, Mahomes, you know, there's five or six of these tight ends. How do you guard a guy that's 6'4", 6'5", 240, 250, and runs like the wind? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. There is is no defensive back that's right now. Or I can – can you think of any – defensive back ever in the history of the NFL that can guard these guys? Especially with the way that the game is kind of morphed, too, with the rules that right. uh, you know protect the offensive side as much as, as, right. as anything that we've ever seen before. So, I mean, they just got it stacked up against them almost every, every step of the way. Yeah, back in the day, you had the, you had the Willing Lanier's, you had the Mike Curtis's. These guys were hitting these guys. They would take hits from two, three different guys before the ball came. Uh, I was so I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Okay, so the one that uh, I was reading today, uh, the over on Isaiah Pacheco rush attempts, uh, okay. from what I saw was fifteen and a half. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's accounted for almost eighty percent of the handoffs to the Chiefs running backs, but in the postseason that rate has has moved up to eighty six percent. At 15 and a half. I guess that depends on what type of start to the game that they have, but that one's awfully intriguing as well. It is. The only thing is if, let's say, they play from behind. Yes. Throwing the ball more. Yeah. And a lot of short passes. I I think that's a little tougher. If you want to play someone other than Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP, 
I think it could be Christian McCaffrey if San Francisco wins. Okay. So if he gets 140, 150 total yards, and let's say Brock Purdy throws the ball for 190, 210 yards, I think there's a good chance Christian McCaffrey will get will get the MVP. Yeah, so what's so, what's the rate at MVPs now in the Super Bowl? It's like 65 or 70% it's going yeah. to the quarterback. Right. So if it's how, how do you, how do you go against if I don't care if Travis Kelsey catches 12 balls. You're going to give it to Patrick Mahomes yes. in my opinion. Yes. So I think there's an opening there for Christian McCaffrey if they win the game and he's a big part of the game, running and catching the ball. A couple other things I like. I like the under 7.5 rushing yards for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, even though he's healthy. When he comes in, he might get the ball once, at most twice. He's in there usually to catch the ball. And Kansas City under 5.5 penalties. They, uh, they're a disciplined team. If they're penalized more than five times, I would be very, very shocked couple of the fun props that I like. So, Taylor Swift, I'm not going to, you know, delve into, is she going to be hugging Travis Kelsey's mom, that kind of stuff. That's, that's just ludicrous. But when we've seen Peyton Manning or Eli, let's say, playing quarterback in the Super Bowl, they would say, how many times are they going to show his brother? It would be like two and a half. Every year it would be like one time they'd show him. I think that their mandate, I think they've got to set up some guidelines they can't show her seven, eight times. Just not going to happen. But if he catches a touchdown or a big play, then they will show her. So it's juiced all the way to five and a half appearances from the time of a kickoff till the end of the game. I think it's too much. I'm going to go under. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think they would probably they'll they'll show her when he makes his first big play. I would think. Okay. And then that'll be early. And then I think they'll probably try to stay away from it a, a little bit until there right. might be more of a crescendo moment in the game. But I do think that they will at least show her early. Um, right. And then and then let's say another big play. And yeah. let's say he catches two touchdowns. That's four. You got to get to six. That's a lot. Yeah, like the prop that I the, saw with her, will they show her singing along with the national anthem? No, I don't think they'll do that. They won't no. do that because they'll be taking away from the performer that's doing that, right. and that's the last thing that you want to do. So, yeah, some of these I thought, ah, that seems like we're, we're stretching some of these a bit. Right, right. So, And then let's go to the big one, my daughter's over-under in the national anthem. Now, three of the last five times – they have gone over two minutes. So this is the lowest number I can ever remember. It's sitting at 90 and a half seconds, which is a minute and a half for Reba McIntyre. My daughter loves Reba. She says she's a storyteller, but she's 68 years old. Her vocal cords, she says, have thinned out. She just feels that she's uncomfortable now hitting the top notes. And she's one of these that's just, she's done it. I mean, there's, there's more material to study of her singing national anthems than maybe anyone. She was singing national anthems. You can look on YouTube. 1976. I mean, she, she was barely 20 years old. So she just feels even the two times she sang for the national anthem in the World Series in 97 and 99, when I mean, she was at her peak, she still was under a minute and a half. She's only gone over twice in the 22 she could find on YouTube. So... She said when she sings it, she starts at a D. Okay. And I don't know much about music. 
She said Reba starts in the 80s on a C, in the 90s on a B, and then from 2010 on, on an A. She says her dropping of the starting note makes sense over the 40 years she sang it. And like I said, she's just going to go stay in her comfort zone and and do what she does best and do it like she's done it before just because it's a Super Bowl. She's not going to play it out. We're gonna, she's uh, she's going to go under 90 and a half seconds on the Super Bowl. Boom, take it to the bank. And with your daughter's yep. record, that's, uh, it's <laughs> been a pretty impressive one so far. How, how, how much fun would that be? I always love it because it takes a little bit of the pressure off of the game. Yes, <laughs> there is there is no doubt. Lee, not we, for you, not for no, you, no, not, not for at all. you being a 49ers fan. No, but, are you kidding me? But for most of us who don't have a you know a, a rooting interest, just have a betting interest. I'm in I'm so amped up right now. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like I just it's just crowding. <laughs> is your in. wife gonna wife gonna give you a sedative probably uh, the morning or afternoon of the game? Yeah, I did she. You know what? She might just want to stay the hell away from me on Sunday. Just period. She may give me one on Saturday to put up with me. <laughs> Saturday I'll be there. Do you dress? Do you dress your daughter in a in a in a Niners jersey? Oh, she's going to school with one tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, okay. it, it they're they have free day tomorrow on Friday. So she's going okay. to school with a Niners jersey for sure. Who is she going to wear? What? Which jersey? Well, you see, Lee, um, I got a uh, I got a Niners jersey on the cheap for like ten bucks because you know they grow so fast. It's like, do I really right, want to spend right. like a hundred bucks on a jersey? She's going to grow out of it in a month. So you know yeah, what? I agree. She's. Yep. I when they traded Trey Lance, I literally bought her a sewn on. Trey Lance 49ers jersey for $15. So she's going right. to go with the Trey Lance jersey tomorrow. And she's six. If anyone's got any problems with it, you know, I can deal with it. <laughs> so That's a great story. I don't think, I don't think any, any kid there. If some kid has figured it out at six years old. Now, I probably would have figured it out because I, when I was in first grade, we found some pictures my wife uh, found in some scrapbooks where I had arranged – my whole class into an offense. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. And on the playground. So, well, I know she does have a Philadelphia Eagles fan, a little boy that's in her class. And if he gives her any okay. trash talk, I'll just tell her to right. say, well, "You're an Eagle <laughs> fan. You don't have any room to talk at all." That's true. That's true. All right, buddy. We appreciate you, yep. man. Have fun watching the game right. on Sunday, and we'll check in again as we inch closer to uh, college basketball and the NCAA tournament. Sounds good, buddy. Take All right, care. thanks. That's Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. ParamountSports.com here on the Blitz 1170. You heard it there. Reba starts off in the D note and will um, has only hit the under in 20 or has only hit the over in 90 seconds twice in 20 different appearances on YouTube singing national anthems going back since 1977. So maybe if you're looking to make a little bit of money, maybe that might be the way that you should lean. All right. She's got another sitcom coming out soon. Does she really? I'm super excited now. Is she, are they, uh, are they bringing back the Hart family? Is she going to play Reba Hart again? Or no. I mean, it's a massive missed opportunity if they don't. I know. Is is Steve Howie going to come back and <laughs> be a part of this? Star of the show. Is Van, Star of the show. Is Van going to yeah, like move next door and he's finished up with his football career? How's how's that one going to be? <laughs> God, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Did we talk about how he was married to that woman that played in that Netflix series Sex Life? No, I don't think we did. Did you ever watch that series on Netflix? No. Okay. It's kind of a 
Yeah, it's more of an adult-themed show, for sure. But, you know, she doesn't wear very much at all in the entire series. And uh, he was married to her at one time. But now they're divorced. So I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up. Just my infinite knowledge of Steve Howery. I think you always get a chuckle out of that every time I bring every him up. Every single time. That I know every more about time. the guy that played Van in Reba than probably anyone else that you've ever met in your entire life. <laughs> and I'm, Put that in your Twitter bio. And I'm, <laughs> You know what? I think I'm going to change it right now. That is for sure. All right. Let's take a timeout. Here on the Blitz 1170. Uh, Colby will take over the reins next. We've got a snack for you. Uh, we're hoping to hear from Scott. Why is his name Steve? McGee. McGee. Why did McGee just leave my brain instantly? I know why. It's because I'm staring at a picture of, of Reba right now. That's the reason why I couldn't think of <laughs> McGee anymore at all. Uh, he has uh, a few appointments this afternoon, but we hope to sneak him in before the snack. And then in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, we'll get to the great Colin Kennedy here on the Blitz 1170.